Hey everybody and welcome to Elsa Snark. I'm Mikey Chase. And I'm Mixie Clown. Hey Snarksters. You ready to fall into our sarcasmic sarcasm of snark and asm? Lots of asm today. <laughs> We're full of asms. <laughs> and isms. Those two. Yeah, I like the isms. They make the asms worth it. You know it. Aw, yeah. Well, we are talking about today, this is a two-part episode. Our first part today is 80s Saturday morning cartoons. No, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. It's just Saturday morning cartoons. (laughs) You have to forgive me. I was a child of the 80s growing up with Saturday morning cartoons. The whole time I was prepping for this episode, I was stuck in the 80s too. (laughs) <laughs> it was just 80s in my head I know well, well they played all the 60s stuff in the 80s they didn't really I'm not going to skip over the 70s there wasn't that much great stuff in the 70s for Saturday morning cartoons but um, I do want to address the history of how it came to be first it really started in the 50s people were rerunning you know, primetime cartoons like Hanna-Barbera stuff were Saturday mornings. It was pretty light in the 50s. It's not till the mid-60s that the boom really happened. I mean, you still had your Hanna-Barbera stuff. And, you know, in anything in history, the number one reason for anything happening in history is money. So, you know, they had cheap voice actors like Mel Blanc and... uh. I, if you don't know who Mel Blanc is, then fuck you. I'm not telling you. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> we're not. We're not educating you on that one. You have some googling mm-hmm. to do if you don't know. Exactly. There was Mel Blanc. People like him. There was Paul Winchell who did Banana Splits, but more importantly, was motherfucking Gargamel in the Smurfs. Hell yeah, Gargamel. Aw yeah. And all these voice actors back then in the 50s and 60s for Hanna-Barbera, they all did a million voices. And even come the 80s and 90s, people like Tom Kenny and Cree Summer, you know, Maurice LaMarche, Robert Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. That's his name, right? He did uh, Buster Bunny and one of the Animaniacs. Yeah. Uh, Yakko. Okay. Wasn't he Yakko? Yakko. He did Yakko. Yes. And and Pinky, he did Pinky. Off. Oh hell yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, that show was the best. Any Animaniacs was the show. I know this isn't what we're here to talk about, but I let know, me tell you, Animaniacs, I loved Animaniacs. So that was the best show. Oh my god, yeah, I fucking love the Animaniacs. Chicken um, Boo. Oh, and the Good Feathers. Uh huh. And uh, Slappy Squirrel. Remember their Slappy Abbott and Squirrel Costello episode? Hell yeah. Oh, that was so good. When they were at Woodstock. Who's that? The Who. The Who? The band. The Who. Yeah. No, the band's not on yet. What? (laughs) Yes. No, they're not here. (laughs) Let's start with the 60s. The 60s was the boom in Saturday morning cartoons with all the um, superheroes. You got your Spider-Man and Fantastic Four. Um, my personal favorites are obviously Space Ghost and the Herculoids. Oh, the yeah, Herculoids you... were so good. Oh, 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 o
<laughs> Let's just do the whole episode doing him. <laughs> I love Herculoid. Buckle up, guys. It's going to be an exciting half hour. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, for those of you who only know Space Ghost as Coast to Coast, he actually was a TV show back then in the 60s, and it was awesome, and we loved it. And I love that the same actor who did Space Ghost did it for the talk show on Cartoon Network so much later. You know? Yeah, that was that just added an extra layer of amazingness to that show. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, so back to money. The reasoning for doing, you know, four-hour blocks of animation Saturday mornings was for it's an easy chunk for the advertisers. Um, voice acting was cheap. And production wasn't so cheap, but they only had blocks of four. And they reran a lot of stuff anyway. Then, you know, again, the 60s boom, they started making all the superhero stuff. Even, I think, Johnny Quest was in there. I never Quest. But then there was the funny things like Underdog and George of the Jungle. Oh, Underdog was and, uh, so good. Oh, and then band shows like the Beatles or the Osmonds or my favorite, the Archies and the Pussycats. Oh, I remember that. Didn't they also have a monkeys cartoon? They probably did. I love the monkeys growing. Oh, oh me too. I never saw a monkeys cartoon. But yeah, Does so that that's exist? The sixth... Hey, tell me on Twitter if I'm real, real wrong about that, but I feel like a monkeys cartoon existed. Did you ever see the monkeys movie, Head? That shit is trippy. No, I didn't. Fuck. Trippy as fuck. Also, fun fact, Mike Nesmith of the monkeys... Besides his mom creating uh, Whiteout, um, he helped create MTV, essentially. He made a video called Elephant Parts in the 80s, which was just a bunch of weird videos set to music. And he was one of the originators of bringing MTV out. I have no idea. That's really cool. It's cool. Elephant Parts is cool as shit. It's funny as hell. I loved it. We'll have an MTV episode one day, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. Oh my god, I gotta talk about Al TV. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Yay. But digression, once again. One of the charming things you'll get from us here. It's more of a um, core concept of the show. Pretty much, yeah. If we don't have digression, what do we have? We plan to go off script. That's our promise <laughs> to you. You know, one of our reviews said it, um, that we were unscripted, and I'm like, we are? But they <laughs> like that about us. And I'm like, oh shit, we are. We are unscripted. We're like scripted adjacent. Scripted ish. Yeah, I mean, we look up stuff, but pretty much I'm one for, I'm going to go from the top of my head, you know? I mean, I try but, uh, to take notes and stuff, but I usually end up just abandoning that stuff real quick. Pretty much. I like us. I like how we do. Oh, but, me uh, too. I... <laughs> Yay. I'm, I'm happy with what happens after I throw my notes away. I just don't see myself stopping wasting the time of making notes. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, one of the interesting things I thought about with the 50s starting up um, was Ralph Bakshi was very involved, too. I mean, you might know him from Fritz the Cat. You might, you, more people might know him from his Lord of the Rings from the 70s. Um, I'm a huge fan of the movie Wizards and fire and ice a song of fire and ice no wait that's george rr R. martin it sure is fire and ice yeah 
<laughs> Ralph Bakshi had fire and ice. Whoops, sorry. Ralph Bakshi in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ralph Bakshi doing Game of Thrones would have been much better. I would have watched every motherfucking episode of that. <laughs> yes. Hands I do, down. I do want that, that version of Game of Thrones. Oh, man. Right? Can you imagine old Bakshi animation? Holy Game shit. Game of Thrones. Right? Kind of like oh the same God. style as those Lord of the Ring movies. The Lord of the Rings, yeah. 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 But like oh all your gosh. favorite characters from Westeros getting dismembered. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Ralph Bakshi. He's so old, I don't think he's doing much. But if you guys have a chance to look up Ralph Bakshi works, definitely see Wizards and Lord of the Rings. But yeah, I didn't know he was one of those early filmation guys. You know, in the inception of Hanna-Barbera and all that, and Saturday morning cartoons. He was involved in that, too. I think it's amazing. But I'm going to skip the 70s. What? I said, that is really cool. But yeah, let's skip the 70s. Who needs them? Yeah, no, fuck the 70s. What was there, Planet of the Apes? Don't care. Sorry, 70s fans. Let's go to the 80s now, because... Best uh, thing that came out of the 70s? Us. So perfect and good and pure. <laughs> Yay, I love that. And Jaws and Wizards. Us, Jaws, and, and us. Wizards. That's all you need to know about the 70s. <laughs> the end. Yay. Whole decade. Maybe That's f- it. Oh, and Star Wars, duh. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump to the 80s. We've already had a little brief history of why Saturday morning cartoons became... So, Mikey, why don't you start us off on pop culture? Mikey has a whole list of 80 shows that he definitely wants to touch on. And I'm going straight by memory because let me tell you, if there's anything I remember, it's everything I watched on Saturday morning. So I, I built up a list. What I did was I looked up all the cartoons that aired on Saturday morning in the 80s. And I broke down a list of things that I remembered like actively watching. Like, okay, like, Super Friends, it was on in the 80s. I didn't watch it that much on Saturday morning, so, like, that's not on my list. You feel me? It, it's more Super like Friends. stuff that I really was... connected with as a kid for one reason or another. Yeah. I don't know why I watched it. Was that Apache Chief? Hey, yo. And uh, Wonder Chuck. Woman's Invisible Car. Enoch That's right. Oh, Did you God, I loved Apache Chief. Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, where he's well, defending yeah, Apache Chief. Well, yeah, who doesn't Chief? love Harvey Birdman, attorney at law? God, that show is awesome. Oh, it was so great. I love that Cartoon Network was just... Because they bought Hanna-Barbera, right? We're just going to take Hanna-Barbera and redo, remix them. We have all these old that. shoes. All these old shows. What do we do with them? I have an idea. Let's just make them <laughs> dumb as hell. Yeah. Oh my god, Brack on Space Ghost Coast to Coast was the shit. Oh, and the Brack show. Did you ever watch the Brack show? Yes, I watched the Brack show. I had a t-shirt with Brack. <laughs> Wait, 80s, 80s. Oh yeah. I wanna... we've, we've wandered off into the 90s. Yeah, yeah, we'll get like there. Like we're wanting to do. Let me come back to the 80s. Some of the shows that stuck out to me that I just really remember just sitting on the floor on a Saturday morning watching like Speed Buggy, the Pac-Man oh cartoon. Oh, I watched a... the crap out of that one. Oh, that cartoon was... The Christmas ep- 
episode, I was oh, always so happy that the ghost finally bit him. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, is he going to die now? This is awesome. But then they saved him because it's fucking Christmas. Did he what always a great want the way ghost to, end to the get show. him? Pac-Man <laughs> just gets eaten to death on Christmas. I, I always... I, I hate the game. I suck at the game. Fuck that game. But, like, the show was great. And they did... I was so happy when the ghost finally chopped down on him because, I don't know, I grew up with my dad. My dad would always vote for the coyote in Looney Tunes. He's like, awesome. I just want him to get that miserable roadrunner. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <coughs> so Poor I guess I wanted coyote. the ghost to get Pac-Man. I mean, they deserve to have a pack snack Right? A pack snack Oh my god. <laughs> you should keep going because I'm not I'm gonna keep I, I have yeah. so many 80s shows in my head you don't understand no but like definitely derail me as I go because that's what this show is all about uh, so okay. the next one I had on this list was Richie Rich I watched that but I wasn't too into it I wasn't like super into it but it was just on when I didn't have anything else to do Really? Wow. It's one of those so shows. Many... So, like, I remember it pretty vividly, but I kind of don't care about it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I watched a lot of it, but it wasn't, like, satisfying. That's just time of my life I'm never getting back. Yeah. That show wasn't that great. Yeah. Wait, are we doing networks? Like, ABC, NBC, CBS? I hadn't are broken we... it down that way. Okay, because I also know a lot of Nickelodeon and Disney 80s. Saturday morning, John's. I oh, said John's. Oh my god, I've been living in Pennsylvania too long. <laughs> the state um, will do that to you. Oh god, I hate that word too. Like in New York, we used to say joints, like a Spike Lee joint. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to say John. It's so like, ugh. Everybody I hung out with in high school said John. Everybody. Like, a hundred percent of everybody. I bet Frank did, right? Right? Bill know. and Frank eat pop culture? You said John, didn't you, Frank? Didn't you? Did you, Frank? I don't remember. I know what I hung out with him? a lot of people who did. I don't remember if you were one of them. We'll call him out. We will. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what else did you spend idle, your idle hours on a Saturday morning? Definitely a lot of Smurfs. Mm. Well, yeah, Smurfs was my, my number two. Let's say Smurfs was my number two. I wasn't really wild about how inconsistent Gargamel was about what he wanted to do about the Smurfs. Like, well, was he going to eat them? Was he going to make gold? Right? yeah. Yeah, I think making gold would be better than eating them. I think you should have one or two for eating, and then most of them for gold. So well, what he's really got to do is set up a Smurf farm, where mm. he can just let the Smurfs frolic and do their thing, so he can keep getting more Smurfs, so he can make more gold and eat more Smurfs. But he wasn't really yeah. thinking that far ahead. He didn't have like an enclosure set up or nothing. He was just throwing them in a pot. And what the hell kind of cat wizard. is Azriel? Uh, he can't pounce on a Smurf and bite its head off once For in a real, while man. and do I've that cat thing. I've seen mice move a lot faster than those Smurfs moved. Yeah, they didn't move 
fast, and they were kind of dumb. I although I did have a crush on Brainy Smurf. I actually, <laughs> I have a T-shirt with Brainy Smurf on it that says "I love nerds." Awesome. <laughs> he was so not. He was the C three PO of the Smurfs, and you know me with C three PO. He really kind of was, huh? Right, right. If you're obnoxious and smart, I like you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to my favorite ever, because I need to talk about it. We were originally going to have a D&D episode where Mikey just talks about the game and I talk about the show, but then I realized I don't know if I could talk about the show for that long, even though my absolute favorite Saturday morning cartoon was... 1985's Dungeons and Dragons. I do not play the game. Sorry, nerds. But the show. That show made me want to be in it so hard. Like, I haven't even watched the final episode where they go home ever. Because all I could think in that show growing up as a little depressed kid thinking, I want to be there. I want to be in that world. I want my own magical item. I want to live with unicorns. I will go on every roller coaster I possibly can to get thrown into that world. Also, you know, Venger is Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. That show was so good. I remember when the Transformers movie came out, I was like, why is Venger in there? <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's how you knew him. Yeah, yeah. And then... um Happy Days cast, uh, well, Buddy Ames, Buddy Ames, Willie Ames, who was Buddy and Charles in charge, was Hank, the barbarian, the bowman, the archer. Oh, was he really? Yeah, and Eric the Cavalier is Ralph Mao from Happy Days. That one I did know. Yeah, and I had a crush on Eric. Again, obnoxious, sarcastic. He was my crush. (laughs) I wanted to marry Eric. (laughs) (laughs) And I love Dungeon Master. He's the Yoda. I just wanted him to guide me. Like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. You know, they all like would like balk at him like, oh, another mission. I'm like, you guys don't know how good you have it. You know? (laughs) Oh, boo-hoo. We have to go on fantasy adventures. Right? I I don't get it with those guys. And they just want to go home. Fuck off. I don't want to go home. Send me to Fantasyland, please. Much more interesting I mean, than home. No question. T- totally. Um, I would also behest. It would be behest if I did not bring up one of my other favorites, Thundar the Barbarian, with uh, Ukla the Mock, the ghetto Chewbacca. That was Whoa. on my list too. It is Ukla yes. the Mock. I have an Ukla the Mock shirt. Oh, amazing! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you start about Thundar because. Oh, even that theme song got me. Oh. I That was the main thing that I, I wanted to just kind of start and end on was that theme. In fact... It was amazing. In fact, in fact, if I've set everything up right, okay. I can I can get the Thundar theme onto this episode. <gasps> Are we allowed to? As long as I don't put more than... 30 seconds of it, I think. Oh, yes. You should totally yeah. do it. Do it. Do it, Mikey. Do it. Thundar. Also, Disney had their own slew of... Um, well, Tell me we if this comes through it. for you. 
Thundar, the Barbarian. Year 1994. From out of space comes a runaway planet, hurtling between the Earth and the Moon, unleashing cosmic destruction. Man's civilization is cast in ruin. 2,000 years later, Earth is reborn. A strange new world rises from the old. A world of savagery, super science, and sorcery. Okay, I'm going to stop that there. Did you hear any of that? I did not, but if it plays, that's fine. Like, you could send it to me. I... That's send fine. It. I think maybe let's just skip that. It did pick up on the audio, but it definitely came in a lot louder than we are. Oh, you'd have to turn it down individually, wouldn't you? So, let's just talk about the Thundar opening okay. instead. I you think. talk about Thundar. So, you start. My favorite thing, my very, very favorite fucking most favoritest thing about thundar is that it takes place in 1994 not it takes place in but like that's when the apocalypse happens and then thundar is 2000 years after that (laughs) every episode they open it with in 1994 something something end of the world I remember that. Wow. That's awesome. That's one of my Holy f- crap. I don't know why that escaped me. That's one of my favorite tropes from TV in like the late 70s and early 80s is like the world ending at the end of the 90s. And I'm always watching TV as a kid thinking like, cool, I'm going to be around when shit for is the dated. end. <laughs> yeah, when shit is dated, it's the best. I mean, obviously the most... The biggest example of that is the movie 2001. Uh-huh. Where's our, where's our pal? <laughs> Good morning, Dave. I mean, we got Alexa and Cortana. Yeah, they're pretty much the same. What's the weirdest um, thing they sell on Amazon, do you think? Hey, Alexa, buy some clown makeup. <laughs> Take that, listeners. <laughs> clown makeup <laughs> me oh you know what show i watch that nobody remembers on saturday mornings what uh little little clowns of happy town <laughs> i don't even know what that is i know nobody does i even know the theme song but that'll go for our extra for this episode oh yeah we I have was just gonna ask have... you to sing it but you're right you're right yeah yeah Wait till you hear our extra for this episode, guys. It's going to be silly. It is going to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I always like the fantasy-based stuff. I mean, obviously, we both love the gummy bears. Of course. How can you not? And the video... Oh, my God. Do you remember Turbo Teen? Yes. Holy shit, turned I into Turbo a fucking Teen. car. Yes, I loved Turbo Teen. Remember when Robot Chicken did Turbo Teen and people are throwing up and having <laughs> sex in him? Yeah. I was like... Those, these are the questions we needed answered back then. <laughs> the, the hard, <laughs> important questions about the life of Turbo Teen. Exactly. And with all those banned uh, cartoons in the 70s, the 80s did not disappoint with a little show called Gem and Holograms. It was truly um, outrageous. Oh, truly, truly. I know every episode. I still sing Misfits songs in my head. 
when I want something in my head, I go, gimme, 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 gimme. I want, gimme, 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 gimme. I need, gimme, 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 gimme. I'm gonna take it and make it mine. <laughs> Seriously, like the Misfits, had, <laughs> the Misfits had the best songs. And I don't mean Danzig, because I like the Gem and the Holograms Misfits much better than Glenn Danzig. Sorry, punks. <laughs> Gem and the Holograms. That show has was such fucking... a wild premise. The big old holographic head they're talking to. Synergy. Yes. I didn't oh watch that show that much. Oh, I did. I know everything about that show. And they all had interesting names. Kimber instead of Kimberly, you know. And they just, they made it futuristic while staying in the 80s and like all the makeup and stuff. It it was so ahead of its time. It took those old band things and gave it a gimmick that was timeless, to me at least. I'll still watch Gem whenever. I, I feel like that show did capture a feeling. Like in mm-hmm. terms of like the style of everything in it. Uh, me and Jason yeah. watched it a, a couple episodes a couple years ago and I remember feeling like, yeah, this really feels like a like a slice out of out of the eighties as like a good example of like, hey, remember the eighties? They were cool. It's like the animated PG version of Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> like it's that neo sci fi PKD but pink. Pink K Dick. Alright, yeah. <laughs> pink K Dick. <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> Um, oh, and then we had the video game cartoons, like Captain N and the Game Masters. Aw, yeah. I love how Mega Man just sounded like he had, like, a frog in his throat. Yes, and that, that voice actor I knew from other things, too. Like, well, that's another thing we should talk about. Like, you always heard a lot of different voice actors doing their thing on a lot of different shows. But you, it, um, those 80s sound effects... You know, like when someone bit into a sandwich, it would always be this weird chomping noise. You know, like and that it's big that hump sound. Yes, yes, and it's always that kind of nostalgia. I will mention nostalgia here. Like, I love those sounds. Like, you could buy like CDs or you know, digital MP whatever's of those sounds now. They were so fun. Like when somebody falls, it was like that. Gudunk sound. I don't know. I can't, like, do sounds. But... But that stuff really does stick with you, doesn't it? Like, mm-hmm. when you hear... Well, okay, a really good example that I think literally anybody who's ever watched TV, and really, if you've never watched any TV, why are you listening to this? Go outside, ride a bike. Um, <laughs> I think an example that literally anybody can can kind of relate to is the Wilhelm scream. I knew you were going to say the Willem scream. I was like, he's going to say the Willem scream. He's going to say the Willem scream. Should I interrupt him saying the Willem scream? No, I'll let him say the Willem scream. I love the Willem scream so much. Let me give you history. I actually looked up the history of the Willem scream once. It was recorded in the 50s. Was it? Is it really that old? Yeah, it's that old. That's crazy. I know, because I remember growing up with movies, I'm like, what's that scream I keep hearing in everything? It's in Star Wars, and Indiana Jones, and Lord of the Rings it was even in. It's in commercials. There's also um, the other one, I don't know the name of it, but it's the Hushed Silence. The Hushed Gasp. 
sound like <gasps> oh yeah 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 i know the one you mean yeah i don't know the name of that one but willem scream is just iconic and, and it's, it's been like around that, now it, that same feeling i get when i hear the willem scream that same like oh yeah that i get that for all of those those old saturday morning cartoon sound effects oh, that totally. like warm recognition that warm fuzzy yes. i know and love this sound because i've heard it in all these things i love Yes, uh, one of my favorite uh, Willem screams is um, Mola Ram being eaten by the alligators in Temple of Doom for crocodiles. That is a good one. Right? And then some imperial guy falling off the thing in Empire. Uh-huh. I can remember <laughs> that scene, like, with the scream. Like, it just stands out in my memory so I know, hard. it's just playing in my head now. Oh, God, the 80s. What didn't you do? Ah, uh, there were so many. There was um, Pee-wee's Playhouse, of course. Holy shit. Cindy Lauper was the chair. Come yes. on to Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh, I so Is this a controversial the... entry for this episode? Because Pee-wee is not a cartoon. Oh, yeah, duh. But he was Saturday morning. I actually had it on my list, but... Then I was thinking about it while we were recording, and I wanted to wanted to check in with you when it came up. All right, so I'll go Disney. Um, I loved the Wuzzles, and that's going to be <gasps> on my phone. Me too. Bonus. The Wuzzles were so good. Oh my god, I have Wuzzles figurines when I was a kid. Do you really? I love them. Awesome. I had a bunch of those too. I, did. I remember one of my birthday parties. They had Wuzzles merchandise, like party packs. Like I have a Rhinoki candle in my parents' house somewhere. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wuzzles were great, and that's going on our bonus because I know every word to that theme song. Yes. And I always have. It's been with me for 30 years now. <laughs> Should we go into some 90s stuff? I mean... Yeah, let's hit on some of that. Okay, cool. Because I remember Captain N was the 90s for sure. Didn't that start Fox... in the late 80s? I thought it was like 88. I want to say What's in it? Super Nintendo? I don't know. But I remember eating the cereal. Oh, the cereal. <laughs> the cereal was so good. The Yo, I could do a whole episode on 80 cereals. We should. No, keep it. Let's not talk about cereal anymore. We'll do 80 cereals soon, one guys. Well, that I totally messed that up. We'll do 80 cereals soon one day, guys. I'm not cutting any of that. I'm keeping the bad one and the good one and us no, talking you, about it right now. You're, you're right to keep my fuck-ups, because they're fun. <laughs> I guess the 90s for me would be Reboot and the Pirates of Dark Water. Oh, the Pirates of Dark, Dark Water was so good. Oh, hell yeah. With Wasn't that Nibbler? the one, didn't they have that little bird that loved pomegranates? Nibbler? That's Futurama. Was... Niffler. Niffler. Niffler, yeah. Why did Matt Groening do that? To us nerds, yeah, I'm like I call hard. him Nibbler now because Nibbler is more in the the my head than Niffler was because, you know, Nibbler. Yeah, I've, I've watched Futurama through a lot of times. Yeah, exactly. But Pirates of the Dark Water, we only had then. Expert. I bet it's on YouTube or something now. We should watch Pirates of Dark Water. We should watch pi that shit was scary and awesome, but how scary was fucking Hexadecimal on reboot? Oh, hell yeah. That show was I amazing. I loved her. 
I still have my action figure of Hexadecimal. Oh, do you really? Yeah, she had three different faces. You Yo, take that some was like of that thing and put it on the internet. If I could find it, yeah. I know it's somewhere. My mom has been cleaning out the house, which means she's throwing out all my fucking childhood. Oh no. Yeah, she's throwing out all my My Little Ponies, I bet. Don't think I didn't miss My Little Ponies, guys. Like, But My Little Ponies, not only it has that interesting uh, fact of being both Saturday morning and after school. Uh, and that is our next episode for this two-parter. So, I didn't want to mention My Little Pony just yet. Yeah, there's like four or five shows I'm holding back on because they were both. Right? Oh my god, I'm trying to think what else there is. Nickelodeon had shit like Today's Special. Remember that one? Oh, hell yeah. Oh my god, you take the hat off the guy and he turns into a mannequin. That shit's scary. We had scary shit in the 80s. I just want to tell you that. This is how, why people our age are so fucked up and we love scary shit. And I'm glad that the people our age that are making movies and shit know that. And they're like, here's some freaky shit for you. I'm like, thank you, J.J. Abrams. I will watch Cabin in the Woods for the 100th time. That movie's the best. Yeah, when Mm -hmm. we were kids, the good stuff was creepy. Like, the good, fluffy, happy stuff was a little creepy. And the really creepy stuff was fucking creepy. Hells yeah. We can't discuss any 80s animated movies we have to save that for a different episode too but there's so many good ones i know but we can't i can't all right can i just a little do you want to just say the word don bluth and be yeah that's all i wanted (laughs) that's all i wanted was to acknowledge don bluth for a minute (laughs) (laughs) oh my god any other shows you have listed? Oh, I bet I'm sure I could think of more. Let me go I'm gonna look my at list. my list, and you look at your list. The real Ghostbusters. I, I, again, I'm trying to go by my There was so much. Edies. Oh, shit. Oh no, these are after. No, the decline was from the after school stuff. That's. Yeah, I think everything oh, else. Oh, the Snorks, the Munchie Cheese, oh, um, the Snorks, the one with Tigger. Come along with the. Oh wait, no, I can't. Damn it! <laughs> I want to sing all the themes. Damn Me it! Too. I was about to join in with you. Uh, <laughs> we we're about to have a Snorks sing along. We were. Well, we'll do you it. You gotta wait for that, guys. Bonus. Yeah. Obviously, by now you know our bonus for this is how many '80s cartoon themes can we sing off the top of our heads. It's going to be fun because we probably met, I'd say I memorized 60 to 75% of all songs. And I don't want to brush up on it. I just want to sing what I remember. I feel like what's really going to happen, for me at least, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get about halfway through a song and then trail off because I've forgotten the lyrics because it's been so long. That's okay. Because then we'll just go to the next. That's just going to be fun for the audience listening to me devolve into like a <laughs> mumbly singing. <laughs> exactly. So that'll be fun for everybody. What's the one with the. um? Oh my God, remind me. I have to sing the Garfield theme song because that cartoon rocks and I know every word to the Garfield theme. That cartoon does rock. 
Yeah, and maybe Heathcliff too. I might know all of Heathcliff, but that might be after school. But yeah, if we're just singing '80s theme songs, it doesn't matter if it was morning or afternoon. That's the problem. I keep circling back to everything I want to talk to was also an after-school cartoon. Yeah. And if we're going to bother to draw that line, we got to draw that line somewhere. We got to draw the line. We're going to leave this on a cliffhanger. You know, next episode will be... Oh, Kid Video! Nobody remembers Kid Video but me, I think. Do you remember that one? Very, 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 very vaguely remember Kid Video. Yeah, I figured. (laughs) (laughs) There's, um... There was something I used to watch, and I fucking forgot the name of it. There was a dog with a doghouse, a tiny doghouse just on his head, and they would never take it off because he was so ugly. And I'm like, I doubt it. I know. And then it was like a Halloween gang, the spooky gang. I don't remember. I loved the show, but once in a while, the dog would take the the doghouse off, and I was I was psyched. I'm like, show me the ugly dog, quote unquote. But they would only show the back of his head, and then the person reacting in the front, like being scared. I'm like, you guys are assholes. That's a stupid premise. I want to see the dog. He's probably not ugly. Show me the fucking dog. Yeah, I want to see the dog. I feel like we should right? find the people that made that show and demand the dog. Everyone wants to see the goddamn dog. I might know the Heathcliff theme song, too. Awesome. I gotta stop saying. So what else was there? Camp Candy? I know that theme. I forgot all about that show. Holy shit. Oh my god, how can you? Junk Candy being a camp counselor for kids? <laughs> I mean, I didn't even touch on all the Star Wars cartoons. The Ewoks had their own cartoon. The droids had their own cartoon. There's the WWF, which for some reason I watched the crap out of because I love Mean Gene and Mr. Fuji. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh my god. So guys, what a... What 80s cartoons have we missed that you remember? Because I'm sure we know them. I just want to know what you guys know so we can have a further discourse on this. Yeah, because, I mean, we don't know everything. No, we don't. And we're probably over time at this point. No, we're in a good place on time. We're in a perfect place on time. Oh, awesome. Do you have any more examples? Not off the top of my head. Denver, the last dinosaur. He's your friend and so much more. I know. I used to watch him all the time. The only other thing I could is Belle and Sebastian on Nickelodeon. Guys, Belle and Sebastian is not just a 90s Scottish dating duo band. Belle and Sebastian was a French show about a boy and his big white dog, probably a Great Pyrenees, which are gorgeous big white dogs. But apparently in France, they're all scared of big white dogs and thought he was a monster, so they were always on the run. I have every episode on bootleg DVD, because they never released it. Do you remember Belle and Sebastian? No, I don't. I bet the band remembers them, because they named their their band after it. I mean, yeah, it was means, an, I hope they would remember. Yeah. Uh, they also had, Nickelodeon had um, 
not not Quickie Koala. That was Hanna Barbera. I loved Quickie Koala. Mm. But they had another like Sanrio type of koala show with a brother and a sister who helped a little girl out or something with their magic. And they all got into shirt tails. Holy fuck. It took me this long to remember shirt tails. They all lived in a tree together and communicated by magic shirt. Yeah, magic so shirt. I wanted that magic shirt. Me too. Ugh. Me too. I just want to be able to flash messages at people with a t-shirt all the time. That'd be great. <laughs> Yours would be, fuck off. <laughs> Leave me alone now, please. <laughs> Blow yourself. That's what your magic shirt would have said. <laughs> Go shit yourself. <laughs> I can't believe it took me that long to remember shirt tails. Jeez. That show was the best. No, it so was. Alrighty, well, we have talked a lot about 80 shows, and I'm sure there's some we've forgotten. I'm sure there's some we love that we can't even think of right now. But, but that's, that's what why... Twitter's for. You all should yeah, definitely exactly. tell us what we skipped. Yeah, you all know what I was going to say? Um, well, first off, I'm sorry, CBS Story Break. First hosted by Captain Kangaroo, and then Malcolm Jamal Warner. It encouraged kids to read, and I, as a writer, I got a lot of books from that show. But they had this one story by Jane Yolen called Dragonheart about um, these this race of people that enslaved dragons, which is dick. That but is they dick taught move. them how to fight. It was like dragon cockfighting. That's a real dick move, man. Yeah, but the dragons music are endangered. For it, I know. That's some bullshit. But, like, the music was this gorgeous 80s guitar for the theme song. And then for the Dragon episode, there was, like, you know, like, 80s fantasy. And it was so cool. Like, this kid wanted to free his dragon the whole episode. And I loved it. It was my favorite episode of CVS Story Break ever. And I, I am um, going to have to find that. You have to. It's on YouTube. Okay, we can cool. watch it together. Yes. It's great. Let's do that. And we definitely also, got to do that. Um, yeah, we do. In the 80s, I remember all the shorts. Uh, first of all, um, the block of Saturday morning cartoons was always 8 to 12. And at noon, they always played Looney Tunes. So I would watch Looney Tunes for like two hours afterwards. Um. But I remember even uh, CBS and ABC and they all had their own animated shorts like and they were freaky. There was one where these claymation like band would sing and once in a while their heads would switch. <laughs> oh, and I was, remember that. Yeah, it was always after these messages. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, we'll be right back. Yeah, doo, doo, doo. yeah. Yeah, there was the cowboy. Where his horse fell on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was, he was like, after these messages, we'll be right back. And then the horse fell on him. <laughs> so you can see where our sense of humor is shaped from, guys. When you're old like us, we're dumb. And Those are the kind weird. of shenanigans we grew up with. Hells yeah. We grew up with the best shenanigans. We really did. But let us bid you adieu with our cliffhanger for our next episode will be after school 80s cartoon 80s 90s 
But 80s more, because 80s had all the good shit. That's our decade. If there's some, yeah, oh yeah. If there's something we hadn't mentioned today that you might, like My Little Pony, that's going gonna, gonna to be on after school. They had a thing in the 80s called Latchkey Kids, and I was definitely one of them. Where your parents work and you got home from school and nobody was home. Guess what we did? Watch TV. Lots of it. Yeah. It was awesome, guys. It was I can't wait cool. for no you question. to hear our next. Yeah, totally. I can't wait for you to hear our next episode on 80, continuing our cartoons. You will have a feature in between that of me and Mikey being absolutely ridiculous and singing as many theme songs as we can from these beloved shows. I will even sing the Smurfs because I know I'll even try out my Gargamel because oh. Gargamel. Yeah, I'm going to try out my That'll Gargamel. Be a treat. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess the 70s had Sid and Marty Croft, like Lidsville and Witchy Poo and all of that. And that shit was freaky. I mean, a lot of my friends who grew up watching 70s Saturday morning cartoons were scared shitless of that stuff. Did you ever see the like the 70s Ghostbuster cartoon? No. It, it was called what Ghostbusters, re- but it didn't have anything to do with the Ghostbusters. I thought that, that was an 80s thing, and it was after school. <laughs> there and was they the had like a punch buggy. Yeah. Oh, that no, one I don't with the buggy. Yeah, yeah, was that after school or was that Saturday morning? I thought well, it was after school. I oh, no, it, it might have been. Both. Maybe it was after school. No, I think you're right. But I watched that one a lot because I liked it as much as the other Ghostbusters. Oh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice had the best cartoon for Saturday mornings, or yes. it might have been 90s. But Danny Elfman did the theme to it, and I'm going to sing that one, too. All right, I'm going to leave you with that because I'm babbling. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, shit, he's here. <laughs> that's okay we like it. anyway all right guys i am mixie plum and i'm mikey chase i hope you liked our sarcasm for the day for this episode we're awesome you're awesome let's talk email us at house of snarkcast at gmail.com tweet us at silly sage at what the geek Somehow get to us. Tell us what you think. We want to know. And we tell love us what you. We missed because we know we missed something, and we love oh, you. And we, we want totally. you to. We want. We want to. We want to hear what we did wrong. Hell's yeah! Tell, tell us, us all what about we did it. Wrong. Lay it on me. Yeah, compliment us, troll us. We want it all. Yes. <laughs> all right, snarksters. I love you. I love you too, but I'm not going to kiss you. I don't know where you've been. Ah. I like kissing. All right. I'll kiss you, Mike. Yay. Like on the cheek and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And at that moment, we bid you a farewell. Bye, everybody.
Brought to you by... The Odd Pod Squad!